How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back answering your guys' Instagram-submitted questions for the Week 6 matchup between the Chicago Bears and the Carolina Panthers. I would like to say before we get into this one, you guys have been absolutely crushing the support all season. We never thought we would be able to do this to such a big group of people, so do us a favor. Whatever platform you're listening on, do us a favor and subscribe if you want Bears content every day of the week. We're so close to 200 listeners on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as almost 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. So do us a favor, keep up the support, and we're going to keep the content coming for you all. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today I am joined with both of my co-hosts, both of my normal co-hosts, that is, Parsh Shaw and Jalen McClinton. Parth, if you guys didn't know, has been in quarantine for the last week. He had a little bit of a COVID-19 scare at Indiana, but he is back now. So Parth, what was that whole uh, experience like for you and how does it feel to be back? It was, it wasn't fun. I'll say that for sure. It's not fun being by yourself and, you know, just trying to quarantine yourself, but you got to do what you got to do. You know, you got to keep people safe. So there was that. And then, yeah, I, I enjoyed watching guys, you know, create these videos with Zach. Uh, it was great to listen to in, you know, I miss recording for sure, but here we are back and again, and I'm ready to go. Absolutely. Good to have you back. Jalen, how's it going, buddy? It, it's going good. When I loaded up into the call, I didn't even realize Parth was in it until, until he talked. So definitely <laughs> good to have Parth back. I uh, miss him. That's my butt. Uh, you know, moving on to the Panthers, this, this last couple of weeks has went com- like completely by extremely fast for me like I'm, I'm like dang it's already Wednesday but yeah that's about it hey you know what they say uh time really does fly when it's football season it's crazy that it's already week six because I feel like just a couple of weeks ago we were still talking about that quarterback competition but let's hop right into it in case you guys are new to the channel fan mail Friday is a segment we do each and every week we answer your guys's questions most come from Instagram sometimes we ask four questions on our YouTube community tab, but you can go to Parth or uh, my Instagram pages down in the description. Normally on about Wednesday or Thursday, we post uh, an Instagram story asking for your guys' questions and you guys get back in a big way. So we have a lot of questions to answer today. Let's hop right into it. First comes from Parth's Instagram uh, forum. This question comes from Noah Plays PS4. He asks, do you guys think we'll be able to rush for over 100 yards this week? I'm going to go ahead and start this one off. I absolutely believe that the, that, uh, the Bears will be able to. We saw the Atlanta Falcons rush for 166 yards last week against the Carolina Panthers. It's been a tough two weeks. Uh, the Bears obviously played two of the best defensive units in the league. I believe the top two actually in some statistics in uh, the Indianapolis Colts and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it was a tough two weeks. We saw Atlanta go crazy. Todd Gurley had 121 rushing yards and a touchdown against the Carolina Panthers. Panthers did lose Kawan Short, their run-stuffing uh, defensive tackle to a shoulder injury. He's going to go on IR and miss the entire season. So I think this will be a bounce-back game for David Montgomery and co., um, should be interesting to see if Lamar Miller gets activated at the end of this week. Obviously, still some rumors swirling about Le'Veon Bell, but we'll get to that later on in this one. But I do believe that the Bears will handily rush for over 100 yards, and I think it'll only help opening up the passing game. I think David Montgomery gets in for his second score of the season this week. So, uh, Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you now. First question you've answered in a while on this channel, but do you think the Bears rush for over 100 yards uh, against Carolina? 
I'm going to say, yeah, uh, you know, like you said, Atlanta was able to run run all over that Carolina defense last week. Uh, I think the Bears have had two tough straight weeks rushing the ball. You know, Montgomery's been under like 30, 40 yards both games. But we've also played the Colts defense and the Buccaneers defense, two defenses with some great de- defensive lines. And uh, the Carolina Panthers defensive line is not as great as the Bucks or the Pan- uh Bucks or the what was that team? The Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Colts. Yeah, I'm a little rusty. It's been a minute, uh, but yeah, I, I think I think we should be able to get over 100 yards. Yeah, should be a get big game for David Montgomery. Uh, the Bears have faced, as Par said, two stout front sevens in a row, but this one backs off a little bit. The Carolina Panthers defense has allowed 366 yards per game. They've played well in some instances, but they've also been very suspect in others. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you now. I want to ask you a more specific question. Do you think David Montgomery himself rushes for 100 yards this game? We've seen a couple of running backs do it. Uh, Josh Jacobs was really close in week one. Todd Gurley looked like LA Rams Todd Gurley last week. Austin Eckler had a good game against them. Uh, so I want to ask you, do you think they get over 100 yards as a unit? And do you think David Montgomery himself has his first 100-yard 100 uh, yard rushing game of the season? I definitely think uh, David can have his first 100-yard game of the season. He's due for one. Um, the run game hasn't been very good the last two weeks of the season. Uh, that's because we're, we've gone up against pretty good run defenses. Uh, this is a a chance that we we play a team that gave over uh, gave up over 100 uh, yards to Todd Gurley. Uh, this is not the same Todd Gurley, but they made him look like his offensive player of the year self. So I'm I'm gonna say yes. Um, if we run the ball consistently and, and don't give up on the run game, I definitely feel like David can have over 100 yards. I really hope he can too. Uh, he, he's due for one. He's been playing extremely well in the passing game. Uh, so we definitely have to use him what he's here for, and that's throwing the ball. David Montgomery with 63 rushes for 247 yards and a touchdown this year. Uh, he's averaging 3.9 yards per carry. That's up by uh, two-tenths of a yard from his 2019, where he finished with 3.7 yards per carry. Hopefully that number can get over four in this game against Carolina. Another question now, this one's from I am King Smith. 922. He asks, how many touchdowns do you guys think Nick Foles throws this weekend? I think Nick Foles gets it going against the Tampa Bay secondary, actually, or excuse me, Carolina secondary. Uh, you know, this this Carolina secondary has allowed some quarterbacks to have success. I think they uh, held Matt Ryan to a, a goose egg last week, surprisingly, but I think Nick Foles gets it going. You know, uh, I've said it in so many podcasts I think uh, a good run game is a quarterback's best friend. It opens up the passing game. I think the Bears figure out the run against Carolina early. I'm going to go three passing touchdowns for Nick Foles in this game. I think this is the game, you know, we've seen him have some rust in the past. Uh, That might be due to him getting put in late in the season, also not having much of an offseason compared to years past. So I think Foles finally does get it going in this game. Allen Robinson has said he wanted to be better. Darnell Mooney is now the wide receiver, too, on the Bears' depth chart. I think it's a big day for the Bears' receivers. We could see another big game from Anthony Miller, and I'm going to go three passing touchdowns for Nick Foles in this one. Uh, Jalen, I'm going to pass it back around to you now. Uh, Nick Foles isn't someone you've completely bought into throughout the season, but this Carolina secondary is suspect, and They've allowed about 23 points per game. So how many touchdowns do you think Nick Foles passes for in this one? I'm going to give him two. Um, I talked about this, and I think it was a meet-up one. Yeah, because I, I wasn't able to be a, a part of the three key matchups. Uh, this Carolina Panthers secondary and defense in the whole is very young. Um, I, f- I feel like as time progresses, they're going to get better. 
uh, due to them ha- getting their feet wet more in the NFL, you know, learning more stuff and getting up to the speed. But this is week six. Um, uh, Foles is a veteran quarterback. He knows how to get his receivers open. He knows how to read a defense. So I feel like he, I feel like he goes for two, one of Darnell Mooney uh, and, and one of Allen Robinson. Not a bad prediction there at all. Darnell Mooney's role continues to increase in this Bears offense. Foles so far with Chicago has thrown for 680 yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions with a rating of 83.9. It would be nice to see Foles get back up towards that rating we saw him have with Philadelphia in 2018 and 2017 uh, that was around a 96 rating and obviously anything over 100 is pretty darn solid but I think Foles should have a big game as Jalen mentioned this Carolina secondary is very young so I'm going to pass it to Parth now I want to ask you Parth how many touchdowns are you giving Nick Foles in the air this weekend I'm going to go with two. I think the Bears should have a pretty big offensive game. You know, I was listening to Matt Nagy's press conference earlier this week, and he wasn't too happy with how this offense has been with the details especially. You know, he was nailing the details down. He was saying that the Bears have to be more detailed on offense, and it starts with him and starts with the quarterback, starts with the running being. It starts with everyone. I feel like the Bears' offense has what it takes, and they just haven't been able to take that step yet. I feel like this is going to be the coming out party for Foles. You know, he's going to have a really good game uh, just offensively. Uh, he's going to get that timing right with his, most of his wide receivers uh, as that chemistry improves. I feel like this is going to be one of his bigger games of the season. Yeah, should be an interesting one for Foles, and the Bears are definitely going to need him to step up if they want to win this one. We're going to head over to my Instagram now. This question's from vsvp.legend. He asks, Will Allen Robinson have a big game? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I do think Allen Robinson has a big game. We've seen him be reliable in the last couple of weeks. Started off a little slow, only like 33 receptions against uh, the or 33 receiving yards against the New York Giants. But he's had three games where he's had over nine yards per catch with a with a long catch of over 24 yards, 10 receptions for 123 yards, and a score against Atlanta, 101 receiving yards on seven catches, and a touchdown against Indianapolis, and then 10 catches for 90 yards against Tampa Bay. I think it's another big game for Allen Robinson in this one. Obviously, for Carolina, it seems like Dante Jackson's going to be matched up uh, al- alongside him. If not, it might be a little bit of Rasul Douglas, but I think it's another big game for Allen Robinson. He's continued to get better as the season has progressed. I think Nick Foles being in helps him out a little bit, but he's always all reliable. I sure hope the Bears extend him or at least give him the franchise tag next offseason, but I do think it's another uh, big game for Allen Robinson here, and we're going to need him to step up because, you know, Tampa Bay secondary was a little suspect. We saw a decent amount of uh, success against them. And Allen Robinson also did have a good game against the Indianapolis Colts, one of the best secondaries in the league that we thought was a little bit suspect coming into it. But I think it's going to be uh, another interesting matchup for Robinson in week six. And I think he steps up to the bell yet again. So Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you. Uh, Do you think uh, Allen Robinson continues his hot streak of, of having good games uh, in week six and has another big game against the Panthers? I do, I do think so. I think with Nick Foles at quarterback, um, Robinson game, Robinson's game has elevated a lot. You know, against Atlanta, when Nick Foles stepped in, he, you know, Nick uh, Robinson had almost sixty yards that game. Just in the fourth quarter itself, he ended the game with 123 yards and a touchdown. Against the Colts, he had 101 yards and a touchdown. And last week against Tampa Bay, he had 90 yards. So you know, with Nick Foles, you see his numbers improve. Uh, I think that chemistry is only getting better, and it's just the start of that special connection between Foles and Robinson. We're hoping that that can turn into a special connection and hopefully be a special connection down the road if the Bears can get an extension done with Robinson. Jalen, I'm passing it back to you now. Do you think Robinson has another big game in Carolina? 
I'm gonna say yes. Um, in the last three games, he's had over 300 receiving yards, and uh, he's he's obviously getting better. Um, as the season progresses, you know, in the first couple of weeks, it looked like he was struggling or something was wrong with him. I, I think it was personally due to his contract. So hopefully we, we can still get that uh, situation clear, but he's been playing well. Um, hopefully it's, it's a couple plays here and there that it doesn't look like Allen Robinson, but but overall he, he's looking like his old self. So I'm going to say he has another 100-yard uh, receiving game. Uh, he should have had over 100 yards uh, last week, but uh, it was a couple missed throws by Foles and a couple bad ball or a couple uh, drops by Allen Robinson himself. So I'm going to say yes. Like I said before, the secondary is very young. Allen Robinson is a veteran wide receiver uh, who's a great route runner. So, um, yeah. All right, next question comes from It's a Scary Sight. Two. This is a fantasy football question. He asks, Do you guys think I should pick up Anthony Miller or Darnell Mooney for fantasy in this game? I'm honestly going to go with Darnell Mooney. Uh, we've seen Mooney continue to have success uh, in certain games. He hasn't had a massive game yet, but we've seen Anthony Miller be spotty, and we've seen some pretty consistent production from Darnell Mooney. You know, only two catches for 15 yards. Uh, in the last game, and I might get some hate for this one, but obviously he has scored one touchdown this year. Uh, Nick Foles just earlier today said, I've blessed, I've been blessed to be around some great players and great receivers, and Mooney has the abil- all the ability in this world to be one of those. If you take a look at ESPN Fantasy Leagues, Donald Mooney is only rostered in 2.9% of leagues, but that is up 2% from last week. Uh, he's been pretty solid in fantasy, if I'm being honest. Uh, 9.9 points against Indianapolis, 10.6 points against the New York Giants. Uh, not something you would expect out of a fifth-round rookie, but you know what? I, I think it's a big game for Anthony Miller, but if it's another spotty game for Miller, I would go with Mooney because I think he has consistently gotten targets. It might get me a little bit of hate for saying that, but I'm going to be confident that it's another big game for Mooney against, once again, uh, a secondary that I think is suspect going into this one. They have a lot of a lot of passing yards, but neither are uh, bad options. I think they're both good options to start in Week 6. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you. Fantasy football question, Darnell Mooney or Anthony Miller, who would you start in Week 6? I'd probably say neither. Um, but <laughs> if, you had uh, to choose. if I had to choose, I'm going with Anthony Miller. You know, Anthony Miller's been consistent the last couple of weeks. Uh, I've also hated on Anthony Miller, you know, the fair share of hate on him. You know, I've, I've been a little upset with his drops, uh, and it's kind of disappointing to see him fall down to wide receiver three on the depth chart. You know, uh, we coming into the season, I had high hopes for him. I think we all did. And to see him struggle, it's been kind of frustrating, especially because he has so much talent. I mean, we saw it in week one, how dangerous he can be. And then uh, like, ever since then, he's been dropping these ball, uh, dropping a lot of catches and stuff. But I feel like I feel like this is bounce best bounce back week against this Carolina line of defense uh and it, I, hopefully he has a big game yeah uh Jalen what do you think if you had to choose someone to start in fantasy football in week six from the Bears wide receiving core are you picking Anthony Miller or Darnell Mooney as a person who plays both um I would also say neither but um I'm gonna give it to Darnell Mooney he's been getting a lot of uh snaps since the season has uh progressed uh, I'm pretty sure he's wide receiver too by now and it's kind of I'm I'm Mad and happy at the same time. I'm mad for Anthony Miller not having this huge season that I expected out of him. He's barely, he's basically been up and down. You know, in the first game of the season, he had a game-winning touchdown. And then against the Giants, he dropped uh, an amazing throw by Mitchell. And, he, you know, he basically went, went silent. And then against the Atlanta Falcons, he had another game-winning touchdown. Didn't do much the week after that. So um, I'm going I'm to go with Darnell Mooney. He hasn't really 
uh, got the numbers like that, but you, you see that he's getting targeted, he's getting open, and you know he's as as the season goes on with Foles uh, getting chemistry with him and uh, the other receivers. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Darnell Mooney has a has a big season out of uh, out of him. Yeah, you can at least see somewhat consistent production from Darnell Mooney, whereas I feel like in fantasy, Anthony Miller's a boomer bus guy. We're going to head back over to parse questions on Instagram now. This one comes from CCM713, and this has probably been the question of the week for Bears fans. He asks, what's your guys' opinion on the rumors about the Bears showing interest in Le'Veon Bell? Uh, you know, this one doesn't relate to the game at all, but I feel like we did have to come on here and answer this one. I'd be all for Le'Veon Bell in Chicago if we can get him for cheap enough. You know, there have been rumors about him having interest in going where he trains, which is Miami with the Dolphins. Also, he's followed Patrick Mahomes on Twitter. So if that says anything to you, take it for what you shall. But there was a report from U Stadium this afternoon that the Bears do have interest in Le'Veon Bell. Matt Nagy had good things to say about him. I would love the Bears to bring him in if, if he was a cheap enough option, maybe a one- or a two-year deal. Uh, you know, a lot of people actually, I think, uh, when he was drafted, compared David Montgomery to Le'Veon Bell. Uh, you know, I think Le'Veon's a little bit faster, but both of them are patient runners. They're good at breaking tackles. I think it would be a great opportunity for David Montgomery to learn, and I guess we could see what happens with Bell. You know, it, it's reported that he wants to go somewhere where he can win. Chicago's one of those options. I'm not saying that he's going to end up here, but obviously, you know, Kansas City, Baltimore, uh, New England, some of these other high-profile teams are interested. But I personally would love Le'Veon Bell coming to Chicago. A lot of people talk about his mentality, his attitude, and how he had issues with the Steelers, how he had issues with the Jets. You know, he wasn't getting paid by the Steelers. I understand why he was mad. Uh, similar to Allen Robinson now, it seems a little diva-ish, but I, I understand in a sense. And honestly, I, I don't blame him for the Jets. Who wants to play for the New York Jets right now? Adam Gase is still the coach. They're going to have the first overall pick and most likely take uh, Sam, Dar- or <laughs> Sam Darnold. Uh, they're most likely going to take uh, Trevor Lawrence. So, I don't blame him for wanting out of there, but I'd love him in Chicago. And I think with Matt Nagy, he could be a perfect pass catching uh, back. Great replacement for Tariq Cohen. And I think he would thrive and teach some good stuff to Cohen, guys like Artavis Pierce as well as obviously David Montgomery. So I'm all for it. It seems like it's it's a pretty uh, split pack between Bears fans, but I would love Le'Veon Bell to come to Chicago if they could somehow work that out. And I think the Bears should try and work it out. So Parth, I'm going to pass it on to you now. If the Bears have the opportunity to sign Le'Veon Bell, uh, and if they've been in contact with him, do you want him in Chicago? Yeah, I'd love to see Le'Veon Bell in Chicago uh, for a year. I think a one-year contract would be awesome. You know, we we lost Terry Cohen early on in the season due to an ACL injury, and he's gonna be out for the year. And the Bears really don't have a running back two on the team. Or uh, you know, we don't, Cordero Patterson does not count as an RB two in my opinion, and Ryan Nall is our RB three, and he is. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything for him. But yeah, so I would love to see Le'Veon Bell on the team. I think him and Montgomery would be a great rushing running back duo. Uh, the Bears have been struggling to run the ball the last couple games. And uh, we've played some great defenses. But I feel like the addition of Le'Veon Bell would definitely help out Montgomery. Uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell could easily teach Montgomery a thing or two for the future. For And uh, that would definitely help out the Bears' offense. Yeah, 100%. Le'Veon Bell, obviously a three-time Pro Bowler with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ended up going to the New York Jets uh, in his seasons there. Only had, I believe, uh, 803 rushing yards, three touchdowns. Uh, not the greatest career for him. Obviously, he was recently placed on injured reserve, but it seems like he could have an opportunity to rejuvenate his career in Chicago. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you now. You know, there was obviously hype around the Bears and Leonard Fournette a couple months ago. There was reported interest. 
it, it seems like a similar situation with Bell, but would you like Le'Veon to come to Chicago to be a possible replacement for Tariq Cohen? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely more high on him than everybody was on Leonard Fournette. Uh, you know, it was this whole movement on on Bears fans or Bears or Bears page or Bears fan page IG. Like everybody was putting Leonard Fournette as their profile picture, and, and I really didn't want him like that. But Le'Veon Bell is a different story. Uh, he, you know, Le'Veon Bell is a couple years ago he was considered one of the best running backs in the league. He's a great, great runner, very patient, has good vision. Uh, not not that fast, but he uses his ability to to find holes uh, to basically cover for that. He's also a great pass catcher and, and something that Nagy wants in a running back. So him and David Montgomery, if we do sign him, um, I don't think it's likely. But if we do that, and if Nagy actually uses him, if we can see like 2014, 2015 Le'Veon Bell with David Montgomery, uh, this offense is uh, hopefully we have, you know, great O-line as well. You know, we can't have a good running back without a good O-line. This offense is going to look pretty pretty decent if we actually could get him going so i'm gonna say yes definitely regardless of what happens with bell the bears are going to still have to look to improve their offensive line in 2021 and beyond but we're going to go for one more question before we close this one off this one comes from adam creedler he asks will the bears's offense finally start rolling against carolina uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you a short answer. I think the Bears' offense does get rolling against Carolina. I think it's a good opportunity. I also think Carolina's facing their toughest task uh, offensively against the Bears' defense. So I think the Bears hopefully do a good job at containing Teddy Bridgewater, who has been hot recently, and I, I do think the Bears' offense gets it going, especially with the run game in this one. I think we see more of the performances that we saw early on in weeks one, two, and three uh, replicated again in week six. So, yes, uh, as a short answer to that, I, I think it does. Uh, Parth, do you think the Bears get the offense going in week six? I'm hoping so. Uh, we've had a 10 days rest now. Um, I think, well, it's going to be 10 days to the game. Uh, the offense has much time, a lot of time to prepare for this game. Carolina's defense isn't as scary as a, as the Tampa Bay or uh, Colts defense that we played the last two weeks. Uh, I think that the defense has a much better chance to help us out here. I think uh, Nick Foles knows what to do now. Um, he's, he's got more time with Robinson, Miller, and Mooney, and um, Graham uh, and then I think David Montgomery is bound to have a big game which will definitely help the offense out I'm expecting a big game from the offense hopefully they pull through for me because every time I say they're gonna have a big game they always sell, sell me short so hopefully the Matt Nagy can get these guys to score 30 plus against this Carolina defense it's going to be big that the Bears' offense gets going in this one if they want to give themselves a chance. They can't be relying on the defense so much to where they're losing time of possession battles. And Carolina is definitely an underrated team, obviously tied for first right now in the NFC South, a very competitive division. Jalen, do you see the Bears getting their offense going in Week 6? Like what Parf said, I, I think I said this the last couple weeks, I hope they, they got their offense going the against their other opponents, but we haven't seen that yet. So, the optimism in me wants to say yes, but you know, being realistically, I mean, being realistic, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, it's not gonna score over 30 points or 40 points, but I can see us putting up 27 or or tw- or in the 20 to 27 range, definitely. Yeah, uh, the spread has adjusted to Bears plus one and a half. For all of you betters, I would definitely jump on that because it seems like uh, 27 or 28 points might be able to do it in this one. The over-under for the game is 44. But thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Fan Mail Friday. A reminder once again that our pregame show will be coming out tomorrow night where we will be making 
our pregame picks in Bears versus Panthers. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs over there basically every day to get you guys ready for the Week 6 matchup between the Bears and the Panthers. So if you guys do have some extra time, do us a favor, head over there and check it out. If you'd like to find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, we have a very special giveaway that everyone will want to be included in soon. So you can find us on both of those platforms at Bear Down. We're going to be announcing it soon. and It's free to enter, and it's going to be one that you guys are definitely going to want to win. We're giving away something very good and very valuable. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media Bears fan pages down in the description. Mine today just hit 10,000. Uh, I'm recording this on Wednesday. Uh, I have to get ahead because uh, it's going to be a long weekend for me. So we're recording this on Wednesday. My fan page just hit 10,000. Appreciate everyone on here who supports it. Uh, I know a lot of people who follow my fan page also listen to the podcast. And you can also find Parts and Jalen's down in the description. They are all worth following as well. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, feels good to have the gang back together. A big week six matchup. The Bears are looking to move to 5-1. and one, And by the time this video is up, it'll almost be time to go. Any last words? It's been a while since I record. I was a little rusty, uh, but yeah, hopefully I can get it back together. It's it's not easy to record, so yeah. I have some breaking news. Oh, let's hear it. Mitchell Trubisky is the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> oh, God, dude, I thought it was going to be Bell stuff. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's funny. Me too, me too. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. No, but uh, <laughs> thank, you, oh, thank you guys for all the birthday wishes that you wished under the uh, post-game show of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm so happy that Parth is okay and he's back to recording podcasts with us and uh, Bear Down. Bear Down, that is about it for us, guys. It's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Mulpey. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor. Stay safe. Uh, wear your masks, as always. Uh, I would like to add one thing in there. Do us a favor. If you have the right to vote, do us a favor and vote because a very important election is coming up soon. And Bear Down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.